The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the revolution. Well, you guys might as well be a pile of leaves because you're about to get blown away. Outdoor radio at its finest. It's true. (laughs) The revolution never stops. This whole thing's crazy. Ladies and gentlemen, the revolution with Jim and Trav is back on the air. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. It's so stupid and awesome. Oh, I'm excited. We got a good show. We're going to have some R&R. Roger and the Raglan. Bring (laughs) R squared. Roger Raglan. I can't believe it. He's actually going to be on this week's show. So cool. And as a matter of fact, he's going to be here in just a minute. He is. Are you excited, Jimbo? I am really excited. You don't seem excited. I got to wake up first. It's Roger Raglan, boys and girls. Uh, This man gets up early all the time. Uh, anyways, Roger Raglan, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Roger Raglan, the host of Roger Raglan Outdoors. That is Outdoor Channel on Sundays, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, all new season. He's going to be joining us like uh, about 90 seconds. We're also going to have uh, Scott Laysap. Scott Laysap, he's the host of Dead Meat on Sportsman Channel, Sundays at 2 o'clock. No, Eastern. that's Saturdays. On my TV, it's Sundays. <laughs> okay. But it actually, it is Saturdays at 2 o'clock Eastern Time. Yeah, and all new episodes uh, began the latter part of October. Mrs. Bunny, you're going to be sticking around talking about what this week? Some She Outdoor apparel for women. Ooh. Hey, are you going to stick around and talk to Roger? No, I wish I was, but tell him hello for me. Roger that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's get to he Roger. all day for that one, you know? Let's get to Roger Eglin. We're talking hunter games this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Now, let's kick off a two-parter with Roger Raglin, host of Roger Raglin Outdoors on Outdoor Channel. Sundays, 2 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's Paul Part one. All right, folks, the moment you have all been waiting for since the beginning of the show. I'm going to show my chest hair. Just a second ago. All right, Roger Ragland, he is now joining us. He is a god. Mr. Roger, how's it going, buddy? Going good. Going good. I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm laughing because, you know, normally I'm up at 4, 430, and I, <laughs> I didn't get up to like after 9 o'clock this morning, so I'm... <laughs> I'm uh, I'm getting a slow start. <laughs> well, the thing is, uh, looks like the whole country's getting a slow start with this doggone COVID uh, uh, nineteen. But the fact of the matter is, deer hunting still goes on, doesn't it? Thank goodness. Yes, you know everybody's arguing about you know well, are we going to play football? Are we going to play basketball? I don't know, but I'm going deer hunting. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares about all that BS? Now, something I want your opinion, because you are like the authority on knocking down big bucks, Mr. Roger. The October lull. A lot of people say it's fooey patooey. A lot of people say it does exist. What say you? Is the October lull an actual issue, or is it just something a lot of hunters chalk up their bad luck to? No, it's. I think it's a real deal. Is it really? You know, you know, bucks are just laying back, putting on fat, taking it easy, and a little bit early for them. They're getting they're getting worked up, safe, you know. And it 
it's kind of a real deal, and the hunting typically slows down pretty good during that time. Yeah, but don't you for find big bucks? Yeah, but don't you find that maybe uh, the guys that started off hunting, uh, you know, archery or even black powder in some states in September, when they come to October, they say, "Geez, I got to take a break. I got another two months to go before the end of the season," and so they lag off. Yeah, it, it could be a little, could be a little, but bucks tend to pull in their ears just a little bit. Mm-hmm. The first, you know, the best time to kill a great big in the early season is first two or three days. Oh, yeah. That's your best bet. First, I've got, I, now I haven't hit the woods yet. Of course, here in Oklahoma, season opens up the first, and and in uh, Texas, it opens up the third, and so that's where I'm heading out to West Oklahoma here at the end of next week, and I fully expect to uh, get a buck on the ground first day or two, and if I don't, well, you know, it, it might be a few, it might take a little while because <laughs> the first time you step into the woods, every time you step back into the woods, your chances of success on bigger deer early in the season goes down. <laughs> oh, so you want to try to catch them the first day or two, and then. Uh, it progressively gets a little bit slower, you know, just just because they sense and know something's going on. Uh, Harry's back in the woods. We better watch out. <laughs> now, are you a proponent of all day sits, or do you think that is a waste of time? What say you? Do you like a certain time of the day better, or will you go out there and pack it and say I'm staying from sunup till sundown? What do I you got do? Lunch? Yeah. Oh well, or, or early in the year, no, absolutely. I'm, you know, you hunt for about an hour, hour and a half, and and then the last hour, hour and a half of you know, in in fact, early in the season, about the last thirty minutes <laughs> of daylight. And uh, but as you, you know, as you get into November, it when when you get closer to the rut, it really is. It's a good idea if you can. It's it's a mental thing, but if you can, it's better to sit all day when the rut hits because you. You never know what might happen at 2 o'clock in the afternoon or at high noon. You bet. Hey, we are talking with Roger Raglan, and, of course, he has a program called Roger Raglan Outdoors. Didn't spend much on the name. Uh, it's on Outdoor Channel Sundays at 2 o'clock Eastern Time. Now, the fact of the matter is, you're probably sitting right now in your trophy room, and uh, when I die, I'm going to get a court order saying that I can be buried in your trophy room. Holy <laughs> cow. How many, how many bucks do you have in there? I can't count that high. <laughs> That's a good problem to have. <laughs> I, I kind of, I kind of laugh. Uh, uh, and and you know, and you're more than well. I'd love for you to come down sometime and see the, especially the whitetail section of my trophy room because I, I, I really just kind of ran out of room a number of years ago. But there's several hundred pretty good deer up there. But what's really impressive now over the last five, six, seven years is the pile I've got going next to my gun safe. <laughs> oh, really? It's about waist high and about eight feet long. <laughs> and I, I know because the other day we, we did a, a, I do a giveaway occasionally on my Facebook page and I'll just, I'll pull out and you guess the score of a rack, you know, and then they win a prize. And <laughs> I pulled a rack out of there and that thing was over 180. <laughs> what? Wow. 180? So really? Some, there's some pretty good racks in there, you know, but, but, uh, but I've been very, very fortunate and my hope and goal as a young man was someday to be able to shoot one trophy deer. That was a driving force for me. To, so I thought if I stay after it someday, I'm going to be able to shoot at least one big buck that I can put up on the wall. So, uh, of course, now that I'm, uh, I turned 66 this past week, 
Now my goal is to shoot one more. <laughs> Lord, I just want one more. He knows I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> he wants one more right after another. All right, so Roger Raglan, all new episodes. Roger Raglan Outdoors on Outdoor Channel. That is Sundays, 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, you have been preparing your grandson. This is going to be his first whitetail hunt. What are you starting him off with? Is he going to be hunting with the 22250? Yeah, I did. Of course, I, I, I shoot for Megara and very fortunate, a great company to work with. Oh, yeah. I had a 243. Now, he's not, he's, he'll be eight in November. So that's a little young, but he's, you know, but he's not a big eight. He's just a little, little tot. I had him out there with that 243 and eh, and he wasn't, he wasn't just real excited about that. And, uh, so Begar sent me a 22250. And, uh, you know, he scratched, he goes, he goes, this one's not too bad, Papa. He, you know, so he can handle that 22, 250. So that's what, that's what we're going to, well, that's coming up quick too here in just a couple of weeks. Yeah. Is that going to be a youth season? Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma has a special three day youth season right in the middle of October with that October lull you were talking about, you know. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And I have a, I have a friend of mine. I, I say, I, I have a dear friend that's a, of course, you know, I'm a piano player. I'm a musician forever. Yeah. And uh, his drummer is an outfitter now out here in central Oklahoma. And he called me and said, I've started an outfitting business. I want you, you know, how about coming over here and and promoting my business? He goes, and bringing your grandkids. We'll do that special. So there's some pretty good deer coming in there right now. I'll tell you, I think they're going to have, I'm going to take him and my 16-year-old granddaughter. Oh, wow. We'll take them both. And I think, between me and you, I think they're both going to shoot probably the biggest buck of their life. Pretty good deer. You know, going to get the chance to shoot a pretty good deer in a couple of weeks. Oh, that's fun. Wow. Hey, that's great. Hey, Roger, we got to uh, take a break. Can you stick around? We got a lot more things to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. You bet. Hey, we'll stick around for the second part of Roger Raglan. He's the host of Roger Raglan Outdoors on Outdoor Channel Sunday afternoons at 2 p.m. Exactly. This has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fish Network, and My Outdoor TV. Mr. Roger, to learn more about you, Roger Raglan Outdoors, all of your partners, buddy, where can we find you online? Yeah, Roger Raglan Outdoors. RogerRaglan.com is my website. All right, that works. Hey, Roger Raglan, right after this. Please accept our apologies. The following will be horrible. We are the Outdoor Guys. You know we are. We are the revolution. We are Jim and Trav. We're on your radio. Oh, yeah. My Outdoor TV is now available on all your favorite devices. With the best hunting, fishing, and shooting shows ever made, it's the ultimate streaming service for real-life outdoor adventures. My Outdoor TV is packed with over 10,000 exclusive episodes powered by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. The leaders in outdoor entertainment. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. Start your free trial today. My Outdoor TV. Now, everywhere. Outdoor adventure and great eating go hand in hand with all of our High Mountain Seasonings jerky kits, snack and sticks, buckboard bacon, finishing sauces, rubs and shakers, marinades, and more. Go to HIMTNJerky.com or call 1-800-829-2285 today. 
The Revolution with Jim and Travis on the air and our Hunter Games broadcast. Now, once again, here's Roger Raglan, host of Roger Raglan Outdoors on Outdoor Channel, Sundays, 2 p.m. Eastern, presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. Here's part two. Hey, we're back. We're talking hundred games on this week's show, and Roger Ragland does not play games with whitetails when you've got over a bazillion in your trophy room. That's right. But nevertheless, this guy is a hunter extraordinaire. They call him Twinkle Fingers because he is Twinkle Fingers. You, you are a concert pianist. Is that what you would say? How would you say that? Yeah, borderline, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but you do show tunes. But you're like classically trained. Yeah, I took lessons. when I started taking lessons when I was five, so that means over 60 years ago. And, wow. And took lessons up till you know, through high school. And I got a lucky break in college, uh, was around very extremely talented musicians, and I picked up playing by ear better and more, and, and got to, you know, and it, I just kind of took to it, for lack of better words. And so I had an opportunity to be in numerous musical groups in college, in fact, half my college tuition was paid for, and I didn't take any music classes. Now, you oh, wow. figure that one out. But, uh, but I got, you know, so I, I, I took up playing the piano and it was by ear and or by music, and, and I, I, I'm, uh, I enjoy it, and it's, it's kind of a God given thing, you know, so it's, it's a gift from the Lord that, uh, that I'm glad I got. Well, you know, the second gift then from the Lord is your ability to be able to take big white-tailed deer. And, of course, you've been doing this since you were probably five years old. Is that right? I didn't get to go deer hunting because, of course, back in the, you know, in the late 60s and early 70s, there, were, there weren't very many deer back in those days in Oklahoma. And so I didn't get to go deer hunting until I was 15 years old. My dad didn't take me there, and I went hunting, but I didn't get to go deer hunting. And my first day in this stand there... Camp Gruber, a public land. My dad put, hooked me up in a tree. You know, put, here, put your put your foot in my hand here, and he hoisted me up in the fork of a tree. And I sat there till ten o'clock, never saw a thing, but I was hooked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there have been a, there have been many, many, many hours uh, of, of not seeing the thing. I can assure you, over the years. In fact, I, I was I was trying to figure up the other day. I know I've logged over one hundred thousand hours deer hunting. Whoa, hundred thousand. Well, you know, I was watching a video the other day of uh, you on a hog hunt, and you would just slaughtered the hogs. Yeah, yeah. I, I There was a period of time, back in the video days. Yeah. 30 years. Yeah, back in the video days, uh, and that's when hogs really kind of started. 30 years ago, there wasn't, a, there wasn't a wild hog in Oklahoma, believe that or not. But as wild hogs started to kind of catch on, I kind of got, it got in my blood, so to speak, and I spent a lot of time shooting uh, hogs and trying to find and shoot big hogs. In fact, I'm not, I guess I don't mean to be bragging, but I I broke, I helped the Safari Club International world record three different times. No. Wow. In the world. Really? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and trying to hunt and find big hogs is not that much different than, than trying to hunt and find big whitetails. You know, certain areas and certain ge- genetics and then age structure and all that stuff. I t- I went at it pretty hard. So there was a time that I I've got some hogs mounted up in my trophy room. The people walk in, and they look at it, and they go, uh, "Is that a ho- is that a hog?" <laughs> my biggest <laughs> hog was 113 inches long. Holy cow! Weighed, ne- 
Weighed over 1,100 pounds, and he pulled a 13-inch tooth. He was <laughs> SCI number one for years. Oh, my God. Yeah. Holy yeah. God. That's like yeah. in-your-face, pig man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is crazy. Between, between me and you, we didn't eat that one. Little <laughs> 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 big ones are not, uh, are not for the frying pan, I can promise you. Woo! Oh yeah, now, the God. thing is, when That's you're crazy. hunting hogs or you're hunting deer, is the technique pretty much the same? I mean, you, are you spotting stock or are you just sitting in a blind? Uh, and what's your favorite way to hunt, out of a blind or spotting stock? Yeah, well, for hogs, it's it's more fun to spot and stock, but you're much more successful if you've got them coming into a bait site or something. That's that's when you're probably going to be more successful. And a hog is just, you know, a hog's, <laughs> man, hogs will eat virtually anything. It's incredible. You, you people cannot believe what they will eat. So you don't have to have certain things to put out. If you put something out that's nasty and stinking and dead, man, here, they're going to they're gonna find you. <laughs> mm-hmm. And everybody wonders where Jimmy Hoffa went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, there's something to that, let me tell you. <laughs> all right, so uh, make sure you watch all new episodes, Roger Raglan Outdoors on Outdoor Channel. That is Sundays, 2 p.m. Eastern Time. How long have you been in the outdoor television business, Mr. Roger? <laughs> well, I, of course, I'm, I'm one of the old-timers back and, and I, I go back to I called it the golden years the video days and on a whim just decided to try to make a hunting video back in the mid 80s and boy that was that was the golden years in my book but it didn't last very long <laughs> yeah and when that when that business pooped out television was just kind of starting to get its so I thought man I, I in fact I even told my wife I said I think I'm the video business is dead I think I'm gonna have to be you know, and I was like one of the last guys of the video guys to get into television. This is a long way around the barn. I think this is my 18th or 19th year on the outdoor channel. Holy cow. Wow. That is amazing. All right. So make sure you watch Mr. Roger Raglan, Roger Raglan Outdoors, Outdoor Channel. That is Sundays, 2 p.m. Eastern Time and hop on RogerRaglan.com. Uh, you've got social media, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. <laughs> You're alive nowadays. You're gonna, you know, that's a that's a part of what you're doing. You bet. Hey. Like it, like it, or lump it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was Roger Raglan. Coming up next is Scott Lyseth. He's the host of Dead Meat on Sportsman Channel. That's right. Saturdays, two p.m. Eastern Time. All new episodes of Dead Meat. They are coming in October again. Though Roger Raglan Outdoors Outdoor Channel Sundays, two p.m. Eastern Time. Mister Roger, you are so awesome. We love you. Thanks for coming on, buddy. All right, thanks for having me, guys. Have a great fall. Back in my day, there was no such thing as the internet or social media. We had to ask Willie the town drunk to get all our information. Thank goodness for the all-new JimandTrav.com. Your one-stop shop for all things outdoors. JimandTrav.com. Stay right there. The boys will return after these short messages. Zach and Carson Wentz are back in action with a new season of Wentz Brothers Outdoors. Join their adventures in the field from the back 40 to the back country in the pursuit of fur and feather to fill the freezer, where family, friendship, and faith all flourish in the great outdoors. Wentz Brothers Outdoors, an outdoor channel plus digital original. Every Tuesday at WentzOutdoors.com. Presented by Yukonuba. Want to get your kids involved after the hunt? Yeah! 
Try our new hot dog making kit that they are sure to love. High Mountain Seasonings is your one-stop shop for everything delicious. Visit us online at HIMTNJerky.com. That's HIMTNJerky.com. Thanks for tuning into The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Today we're chatting Hunter Games. Um, not Hunger Games, Hunter Games. Now, here's a two-part interview with Scott Lasaf, host of Dead Meat on Sportsman Channel, Saturdays, 2 p.m. Eastern, with all new episodes beginning in October. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at HIMTNJerky.com. Here's part one. Hey, we're back. We're talking Hunter Games on this week's show. Before the break, we had Roger Raglan on. What a great guy. And he has a program called Roger Raglan Outdoors. But our next guest, he cooks every deer that Roger Raglan shoots. Little known fact, Roger Raglan is actually Scott Lasass sous chef. People didn't know that. <laughs> Roger's a great guy. And he, right. and he cooks sous vide. So you got to watch Dead Meat, one of the best shows out there. Sportsman Channel, Saturdays, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Catch up on all the Dead Meat episodes you can. Because in the end of October, all new... New season four, Dead Meat, kick it off. Uh, that is Sportsman Channel. Would that be then Live Meat? Hey, something like that. Mr. Scott, how's it going, buddy? You know, it's going well. It's finally, you know, we were able to eventually break out and travel the country, but we've been doing a lot of driving, going to a lot of very small towns where the whole coronavirus thing doesn't seem to be impacting them. That would be here in Kansas. Actually, in, in the northwest corner where we live, uh, we only had just a few cases, and it was actually people driving through on I-70. But that's really taken its toll across the country. Has it affected you and your, your scheduling? I would think with the food industry, it would, yeah? Yeah, it's been a little tough. We've got a new thing that we're doing in San Diego that'll be on Outdoor Channel in um, March about commercial fishing and that kind of thing. So I can drive there. It's just, you know, the more populated parts of the country. For instance, I went to Houston, flew to Houston, picked up a camera guy outside of Houston, didn't breathe until I got to his house <laughs> from the airport, which took about a half hour. So that's that's not something I've been really good at in the past. And then we drove 2,600 miles to shoot shows in Missouri, Nebraska, and Iowa. Oh, my God. Holy cow. That's a lot of driving, big guy. A lot of holding breath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, but, you know, you go, to, you go to Cedar Rapids, Nebraska for a turtle hunt. Cedar Rapids, Nebraska, not Iowa. Population 336. The whole county only has two COVID cases. We felt fairly safe there. Now, not being stupid, I wouldn't think that would be like the mecca for turtle hunting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I was going to go turtle hunting, <laughs> I, go to I, Louisiana. I don't think I Why did you go turtle hunting in Nebraska there? Cool story. We were told about this family. There's uh, eight boys and a girl. There's several generations around uh, Cedar Rapids, Nebraska. There's the Cedar River which um, gets flooded out from time to time and creates these swampy areas. So this family goes out and they take pitchforks that they file the tips off of so that they're not real pointy, and they walk into the swamp area. And I'm telling you, it's up to the waist or over with all this decomposed crap on the bottom, funk on the top, and they just go side to side with this pitchfork um, hoping they're going to hit a 25 to 30 pound snapping turtle. Oh, then wow. they reach down and pick up the snapping turtle. And the cool thing is grandpa told every one of these kids, 
They don't bite when they're underwater. <laughs> and every one of these kids has been bitten by an underwater snapping turtle. That's a ploy that grandfathers use. Did you fall for it too, though? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you know, I had some ankle surgery again at the end of January. Finally got it fixed. So I was afraid if I walked into the swamp that I'd leave my foot behind. So I wanted to, I stayed on the outside. But these guys are perfect. It looks like a ZZ Top cover band. All the boys <laughs> do. Little town, you know, had a little thing at the Veterans Hall afterwards and cooked up a whole bunch of turtle. And of course, I know you guys eat nothing but turtle. Oh, yeah, that's the best. Like, you know, that's the, the strange part is turtle is delicious. It, it is. truly is. Now, is there actually seven different kinds of meat in one turtle? Is that true? Well, there's seven muscles, but not seven different kinds of meat. What it's it basically all is is 95% dark, stringy meat. Mm -hmm. And there, in 5% of it, there's a little light-colored loin up by the shell. So it takes a lot of cleaning. I mean, you put them upside down, you screw them to a board, you scoop it out, and then as you take the pieces apart, the muscles apart, one guy holds the muscle, the other guy takes his knife and trims around the outside and gets the funk off it. Then you want to go low and slow. There's nothing good about a medium rare turtle, but you want to cook it for a long time until it breaks down and doesn't taste like turtle anymore. Now, the only way I've actually had turtle is it was cubed and it was, I don't know, they had like some seasoning and they deep fried it, you know, and it was fantastic. I mean, it was so, so good. And, and it could be anything, right? By the time you chunk it up <laughs> yeah, and maybe pound I, it a little bit and season it and deep fry it, it could be your finger. <laughs> What these guys did, these guys took the chunks of it, and some of it even had a little bone on it, too, and they would uh, bread it and brown it and then bake it at low temp covered for about three and a half hours until it could be pulled away from the bone and it was really, really tender. Wow. It tasted great. It was, it's dark meat. Yeah. Um, other than that little filet. Um, and the way I've had it before, I've had turtle soup in New Orleans, and, uh, and the other and the best way to get turtle is to get it already cleaned in a bag so you don't have to mess with the turtle at all. But turtle's good. It's good. It's good for you. It's, you know, when you pull it out of the swamp, you want to put it into a big barrel with some clean water and let it purge for a while because the swamp's a little swampy. Yeah, purge it. Now, the thing is, uh, Trav and I have been down in uh, Oklahoma, and actually we got some soft-shell turtles, and uh, they were pretty good. Looked fairly clean, but, you know, of course, you still had to take care of it like you would any other game. Yeah, it's and, and I haven't spent a whole lot of time with the soft-shells. It's mostly been snappers, at least the ones that I've gone after. Um, now, were the soft-shell turtles, were they easier to clean, I guess? Are they Were they cooperative <laughs> yeah they didn't complain but of course they were dead but uh <laughs> no you just right you take your knife right underneath the shell if you will and that's kind of like leather and you just kind of rim it around there and then pick it up and then just start to like you would uh, uh taking the hide off of a deer you just kind of keep cutting that connective tissue next thing you know you got a bowl and there's a fair amount of meat that comes off of these things too it's not yeah especially if you've got a 25 30 pound turtle or so there's a lot of meat on there and the part that i thought was interesting we took the shell and just put it on the ground and the chickens and ducks came and pulled all the meat off now i didn't expect that to happen they cleaned it up 
Oh, yeah. And then the next thing you know, there's a dog walking around with a turtle shell in his mouth. It's all good TV stuff. <laughs> it's all good stuff. Hey, we've got to take a break. Can you stick around, Scott? Because we got a lot more to talk to you about, especially when it comes to groundhogs and frogs. I'll be here. All right. Uh, we even talked with Scott Lakeseth. He's the host of Dead Meat on Sportsman's Channel, Saturday afternoons at 2 o'clock Eastern Time. Exactly. Get caught up on all the past episodes, all three seasons. You also hop on My Outdoor TV and check them out. New episodes, Dead Meat, Season 4 kicking off the latter part of October. Yeah, and when you watch it, make sure you bring your turtle with you. Exactly. Put it on your head or something. Uh, This has been brought to you by High Mount Seasonings. Visit them online to spice up your wild game cuisine, maybe some turtle, at HIMTNJerky.com. Mr. Scott, where can we find you online, buddy? Sportingchef.com is the website, and you can go to the Sportsman Channel page and look at Dead Meat Sporting Chef. It'll tell you when all the shows air. Sporting Chef airs first and second quarter on Sportsman Channel. Dead Meat is third and fourth. And we have a new show called The Fishmonger coming to Outdoor Channel in March. Hey, more Scott Layseth right after this. Don't go anywhere. JimandTrav.com. Gotta get on the internet. Stay connected by connecting to us with show archives, Jim's blog, Trav's take. It's this website that's got like everything. Buy or bust, Mrs. Bunny, plus expert advice from our hunting and fishing pros, JimandTrav.com. Connect with the show via email or social media. Listen anytime, in the truck, at work, in a blind, or at home. If it's hunter related and newsworthy, connect with it here, JimandTrav.com. Stick around. The revolution will be right back country music stars feel right at home on outdoor channel we'll take you behind the scenes to meet some of nashville's hottest artists it's country outdoors live with exclusive performances from gary allen jordan davis kaylee hammock and josh turner country outdoors live premieres monday september 28th at 8 eastern exclusively on outdoor channel Presented by Ram. Come see the Yamaha XTR line of ATV and side-by-side vehicles designed for conquering extreme terrain at YamahaOutdoors.com today. Proven off-road features include factory-installed worn winch, special edition paint with color-matched wheels, and aggressive terrain tires. The Yamaha XTR line. Realize your adventure today at YamahaOutdoors.com. ATVs are recommended only for use by those age 16 years and older. Yamaha recommends an approved training course. See your dealer or call 1-800-887-2887. ATVs can be hazardous to operate. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt. Helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and the product warning labels before operation. Revolution with Jim and Trav is on the air. This week, it's all about hunter games. Now, let's rejoin the boys and Scott Lasaf, host of Dead Meat on Sportsman Channel, Saturdays, 2 p.m. Eastern, with all new episodes beginning in October. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. This is part two. Hey, we're back. We're talking 100 games in this week's show. And before the break, we had old Scott on. And, boy, he was talking about cooking turtles, snapping turtles. Yep. Make sure you catch Dead Meat Sportsman Channel Saturdays, 2 p.m. Eastern Time. All new episodes. Season 4 kicking off uh, the end of October. Um, You know what's really kind of interesting on Dead Meat is you go out and you sample cuisine of things that, you know, most people are like, oh, that's trash. I would never eat that. Wouldn't even run over with their truck. And you've got to tell us, you know, a lot of people hunt groundhogs. Is groundhog any good? You know, we're working on the dead meat scale of eatability. So because people <laughs> want to know, 
<laughs> What's it taste like? And I'm going to put groundhog somewhere between muskrat and beaver. <laughs> so who doesn't know what muskrat and beaver taste like? Well, right? there you go. <laughs> groundhog looks like it's going to be really fatty. Yeah. Um, but the meat is really lean, this thick, loose skin on it, but it's not fat. And so what the guy did with it on the show when we managed to harvest a couple in Missouri is he just did it low and slow. Um, peeled it, got it to about 165 internal temp, wrapped it in foil with some barbecue sauce like you do with anything else that is of questionable taste. <laughs> Make sure you cook it all the way through, and then you just pull the meat off just like you would have pulled pork. It tasted, uh, well, it's dark lean. Picture really dense, dark turkey thigh mm-hmm. and a little drier and kind of stringy. <laughs> Okay. That sounds almost good. Yeah. You want to gnaw on that one for a little bit? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even want to try it. Um, <laughs> one of the cooler things that we did while we were there, we did some we did some bullfrog gigging at night. Oh yeah, and we put a GoPro GoPro camera on the end of the gig, so you can be up close and personal with the gig on the frog as the frog goes. Ugh. Oh, so, <laughs> that's an experience. Now, but but. People have been eating frog legs like forever. You can go to any really good restaurant and get them, can't you? Yeah, frogs. And, and I've, I've talked to some uh, people who eat frog bodies also. Now, I haven't done that. I've always just eaten the legs. Have you eaten frog bodies at all? No, I've no. never eaten a frog body. That's weird. That's not on the regular menu? At the house? <laughs> no, no, you probably get it at McDonald's, but, you know... <laughs> Um, it's th- called McFrog. So when you say the body, like they're eating everything, like the skin and everything? Yeah, they're eating it. And they'll even cut the guts out and then stuff it with things. I know it's people that are listening right now are thinking, boy, does that ever sound good? Yeah, it's <laughs> but, like it's um, a redneck version of a turducket, you know? <laughs> yeah, and there's a field mouse in the inside, I think, in the very center. So, <laughs> That's crazy. You know, not, not everything we eat on the Dead Meat Show is good, and I will let you know. Um, I don't want to insult the people that are feeding it to me. Oh, no. But if I turn to the camera and give a raised eyebrow, those who watch it often go, oh, he doesn't like that. <laughs> That's a tell. <laughs> now, there are so many species that are invasive or this and that that kind of no one wants to eat. All right. But it is an available food source in carp. How do you prepare carp? Did you like carp much? Well, this is we just had our third carp show. We did a carp shoot in the California Delta. Yeah. Again, didn't have to get on an airplane. I could drive there, which helped. I took the carp fillets and I brined them in high mountain salmon brine overnight. Okay, yeah. I'm telling you. And then I brought them to a buddy of mine who's, who has a restaurant, Michael David Winery, uh, here where they make let's see, freak show wines and a bunch of different ones, but they're really good. So um, I brought it to the chef there. The brined carp, he made carp tacos and carp pizza. And I know you're thinking, boy, does that ever sound good? (laughs) Yeah. But it really was good. It was great. You get rid of the funk on those things, get rid of the dark stuff, get rid of the bones, and you brine it. The high mountain stuff, I'm telling you, completely metal, mellowed this carp out. It could have been any fish whatsoever, and it was great in the taco, on the pizza. Uh, last year, we did the, the flying Asian carp, uh, and a guy in Chicago ground the whole thing up. I mean, he ground the whole side up, 
took the skin off most of the bloodline and left the bones in, ground it up, made fish cakes out of it, and they were delicious. Hmm. Now, yeah, we used to live on Lake Conroe, and they had grass carp, which get to be pretty good size, 25, 30 pounders. And I caught several of them, and I took them home. And, of course, you know, in the process of filleting, I took out that dark uh, vein on the, uh, on the outside of it. But then I uh, blackened it, cooked it in a cast iron skillet, and holy cow, you couldn't tell that from sea bass. No, the, the grass carp are cool. They're, they're whiter flesh, not nearly as pronounced as the common carp, bottom feeding guys. And, um, you don't have to do nearly as much with a grass carp as you do with some of the other carp that prefer questionable waters. Yeah. Now you're out there in California and, uh, of course, being along the coast and so forth. Actually, I don't know exactly where you do live, but nevertheless, you can go to the fish markets and I have seen on television and I won't mention the host's name, but he loves fish eyes. What do you think? Have you ever eaten those? I don't know why you would. Um, <laughs> is it the same guy that I likes to eat a lot of nether regions from other animals? <laughs> yes. Same guy. You know, I can say that I've never eaten an eyeball. How about you guys? No. 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 Now, when I was a kid, I used to like to take the eyeballs out, put them in alcohol in a jar because I was kind of a freak. <laughs> you know, when you when you shot a deer and you're a little kid, the eyeballs are cool. Well, you poke them first. Yeah, you got to poke them, of course. Who doesn't do that? And see if they uh, blink. Not, yeah. not going to do that. So all right, we got to get to a break. People need to watch Dead Meat Sportsman Channel Saturdays, 2 p.m. Eastern Time. All new season four. It is going to be kicking off the latter part of October. Uh, but if you have My Outdoor TV, you can get on there and watch the first three seasons. I highly recommend you do. This has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop online, check them out, yamahamotorsports.com. Mr. Scott, to learn about you, your partners, dead meat, everything you got going on. You got so many cool shows. Where can we find you online? Sportingchef.com. If you're looking for recipes, um, I've got to go to the Ducks Unlimited website. I've been writing for them for who knows how long. And... Uh, And, of course, my outdoor TV, Sportsman Channel, Outdoor Channel, we're all over the place there. Outdoor Channel, you won't see us till March. Sportingchef.com for recipes, and as always, it's fun talking to you guys. You bet. Hey, that was Scott Laseth. And, of course, we got a whole lot more when we talk about Hunter Games. Yep, Buyer Bus coming up next. Mrs. Bunny, don't go anywhere. Mr. Scott, you were so awesome. God bless you. We love you, buddy. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks. The revolution with Jim and Travis on the air, coast to coast. Although getting in touch with the boys via fax machine, pager, or telegram seems like a good idea, by logging on to JimandTrav.com, it puts you right inside their house. Wow, there's a lot of Tommy Bahama shirts in here. So log on to JimandTrav.com now and stay tuned. The revolution will be right back. It's your season at Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. The days are getting shorter and the nights are getting cooler. Time to find the perfect spot. Set up your tree stand and grab your bow. Shop Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's and save on the best fall hunting brands like Cabela's Instinct, She Outdoor, and Blackout. Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. Your adventure starts here. Shop in-store or online. How would you like to save up to $500 on your next vacation package? Any vacation package anywhere in the world. 
Just call Superior Travel and mention the code RADIO and save up to $500. We'll design a custom, fantastic vacation just for you. With all the bells and whistles. Not some cookie-cutter vacation, but a unique, all-included vacation customized by one of our exclusive travel experts. And our service is completely free. You pay nothing more. So why waste your time? Let us do it for you. We've got over 100 years of travel experience to help create the perfect trip for you. Call now and learn how to save up to $500 on your next custom vacation. Pick up the phone, call Superior Travel, and use the code word RADIO. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. The Revolution with Jim and Trav is on the air and always online at netjimandtrav.com. Now it's time for Buy or Bust Honest Gear Reviews to help you make smarter purchases. Brought to you by Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. Standing together for great gear, fair prices, expert service, and memorable experiences. Visit them at cabelas.com and basspro.com. Hey, we're back. We're talking 100 games on this week's show. And before the break, we had old Scott Layseth, and he has a program called Dead Meat. But right now, we're doing Fire Bust. We got the I love. Oh. I don't think I've ever had like a like an entrance theme song. I kind of like that. I think that was pretty damn special. That was fun. It was like my own jingle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> jingle Joe Jet. You know what? This is kind of like all about you, Bunny. Yeah. Because this week on Buyer Bus, we are discussing women's apparel. Now, Jimbo does wear a lot of uh, women's. Yes, I do. Only on Thursdays. Under, yeah. Undergarments. Yeah. God, my nose itches so bad. That means Jimbo's That's thinking about me. That's because you're telling lies. <laughs> he, he wears women's clothes every day. Sorry. <laughs> I shouldn't have lied about that. All right. So, you know, it's very important because we have uh, some young ladies in our house, aside from you, Bunny. Yep. Uh, some daughters. And to outfit them in the proper apparel to go out is essential. And you want them to... They, they want to have clothes that fit them well, that protect them, that look nice, that don't break the bank. Uh, and she outdoor. Um, is it just called She Outdoor? It's called She Outdoor. Yeah, they yeah, have a Bass huge Pro and uh, Cabela's. Yeah, yeah, they have a huge line. We're talking everything from base layers and your rubber boots and your hiking boots all the way through every kind of camo vests, all sorts of stuff. They and all your accessories, gloves, hats, all stuff like that, all geared toward women. I'm not one of those people that, or one of those women that's like a, a feminazi that you know. Everybody, every woman needs to have their their femaleness recognized and all that. But however, I do have to say that I've worn men's camo enough. I've worn Travis camo enough that there is a difference between if you're heading out on a hunt, um, having something that actually fits you because it is far more comfortable (laughs) when you're out there hiking around forever to have something that actually fits you versus something that you are belting on, strapping on, or something that's like in the arms that's way too long or things like that. So it's nicer to have things that are tailored more to a woman's fit. And that's just the truth. So So we're talking about the she outdoor c2 jacket for ladies right. and then the she outdoor c2 pants for ladies right and this is like an early season lightweight camo right so we're talking early to mid season so you can get away with this clear into cooler weather but not cold cold this isn't insulated this is just like a nice fleece lined nice shell yeah shell that you can layer underneath if you want to but this is not something you're going to want for cold weather but this is early to mid season camo and it is super flexible so you're going to be able to have a lot of range of movement both in your 
in the pants and in the jacket. So in your knees, your elbows, everything that you need. So whether you're gun hunting or archery hunting, whether you're hiking, whether you're sitting in a blind, it's uh, comfortable and also moves with you. So it's not binding and all those things that you hate about ultra stiff camo. You're holding papers. Yes. Like you're going to say something important here. No, I'm just trying to figure out what I'm going to do next. (laughs) Uh, This is really nice because we got this for the kiddos and I think you have a set too, Bonnie. Yeah. Uh, It's 100% polyester, but it is fleece lined. Yeah. It's like windproof, weather resistant. Uh, It has a full front zip storm flap, I guess, if you want to call it that. Yep. Uh, It has front chest pockets. It has uh, zip up hand warmer pockets and flaps, which is nice. It has zippered cuffs. It also, this is really neat though. Uh, for the jacket, it actually has a pass-through design, so you can wear your safety harness if you're hunting from a tree stand. Yeah, yeah. Or if you're like Jimbo, just falls out of vehicles. I, I, I do. You know, all I, the time. I bounce well. Yeah. And it has a drop tail. What is a drop tail design? Your on Your drop tail design is going to go down and around your butt more. You know, it's like Ew. instead of being a bomber jacket that's going to cut off at the waist, which is like a lot of times what women's stuff does. I hate that it like rides right at your waistline. So when you sit down, like your your midsection is exposed or virtually. So this drop tail design goes down and around and provides um, protection to your butt essentially I mean like it just goes down so you're not having wind go up your backside you know what I mean or so you're like a uh, little tattoo on your back isn't playing peekaboo exactly that's <laughs> it exactly co- it covers up your booty crack <laughs> exactly no, it's just nicer you know it's like the further it comes down it's just it comes down over the top of your pants and it provides yeah. that extra so you're not getting wind water anything like that insulation and none of that's going to go up or down in your jacket and stuff so yeah the pants provides more the pants have like a ton of pockets in them. Yeah. And I like, they're boasting. And I guess everyone needs it, but has a, a zipper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, okay. I don't know the last time a button fly was a thing, but okay. Yeah, I don't I know. I always liked the button fly. I know. I don't I, know. I the, never liked it. I, I think the button flies are better. Personally, yeah. but that's that's my own opinion. We yeah. won't go there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, got to go In check emergencies, out. It's a bad deal when you have to go potty <laughs> and you're in a hurry. I'm not talking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So no, it is very important to outfit the ladies in your life with the proper gear. Good clothing. Yeah. Good clothing. And it, you know, this stuff doesn't break the bank. You're talking a really great jacket. Both of these pieces are ninety nine dollars a piece. And I also yeah, have to say, they're too, last forever for the for people who are worried about you know like women's clothing. A lot of times fits really weird. There are sizes from extra small clear up to 2XL. So this is for women of all shapes and sizes. I have little girls at home. I say little girls, you know, near teenagers who are now wearing women's extra small. They are, And they you know, fit nice. They do. They do. So it's like, it's going to give um, anywhere from youth girls all the way up to women of every shape and size a really good option for um, camo and all sorts of stuff. So Yeah, we talk about early season uh, wear with this uh, she outdoor outdoor, mm-hmm. but the fact of the matter is you can use it in the spring for turkey hunting. Absolutely, as well. yeah. yeah, very versatile. It's a chameleon; it can go you know across. And our girls just like to wear it just on a daily. So yeah, well, you know. in Florida, you can use a honey iguana. Uh, but anyways, no, really go check out uh, she outdoor at Cabela's and Bass Pro. Fantastic stuff. We say what? Buy, Buy it. it. Buy. Check out the seat two pant, the seat two jacket, uh, and make sure you mentor. Uh, some kiddos this year. Get them in the outdoors. And some ladies. We need more ladies hunting. Women is a huge growing segment in the market. And so you're right. Make sure you're mentoring young youth girls and below and bringing them up through. All right. So we got to get to a break. We will return right after this. Don't go anywhere. 
This has been Buy or Bust, brought to you by Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. Visit us online at BassPro.com and Cabela's.com. Your adventure starts here. Stay tuned. The revolution with Jim and Trav will continue after these short messages. This is the road to the FLW title in the inaugural Tackle Warehouse season opener on the FLW Pro Circuit, Showtime! The next two hours could seriously impact my fishing career. When you call on like that, you're moving up the leaderboard. A six-figure payday, $100,000 richer. This is the place to be, man. Yes! FLW Fishing, Sundays at 2 p.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel. Introducing the new Yamaha XTR line of ATV and side-by-side vehicles, specifically designed for conquering extreme terrain. Now available at YamahaOutdoors.com. All XTR models are adventure-ready and come standard with exclusive off-road features like a factory-installed worn wench, special edition paint with color-matched wheels, and aggressive terrain tires. These special edition models include the Grizzly XTR, the Wolverine X2 XTR, the Wolverine X4 XTR and the YXZ 1000R SS XTR. Plus, the entire XTR line features Yamaha's reputation for durability and reliability and are assembled in the USA. See the new XTR line today at YamahaOutdoors.com. The Yamaha XTR line, designed and built for unmatched proven off-road capability so you can realize your adventure. ATVs are recommended only for use by those age 16 years and older. Yamaha recommends an approved training course. See your dealer or call 1-800-887-2887. ATVs can be hazardous to operate. Always Protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and the product warning labels before operation. The Revolution with Jim and Trav present Real Men of the Outdoors. Real Men of the Outdoors. Today we salute you, Mr. Jim. Look who it is, it's Jim. With his endless supply of Tommy Bahama outfits. Safari hats and sandals. What were you thinking? I was going to change my name to Tommy Bob. You think it looks natural, but it couldn't look weirder. Unless maybe it had a propeller. Oh, look at the freak. I do have new shorts. <laughs> well, I got Hollywood legs. Look, I, I like to wear shorts and a t-shirt when I record. Do you know that I have barbecue sauce on my knuckle? Yeah, I did lick it off. So once again, we salute you. Oh, grandpappy of the outdoors, Mr. Jim. I don't know if it was from yesterday or last week. It's the grandpappy of the outdoors. Great show, everyone. We just gotta get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. What the hell are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week, talking about Hunter Games. Of course, we had old uh, Roger Raglan, host of Roger Raglan Outdoors, Scott Laysath, host of Dead Meat, and then also Mrs. Bunny with our Buyer Bus segment on the She Outdoors. Yeah, good stuff, boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was a fantastic show, Mrs. Bunny, last word. Uh, JimandTribe.com, go there, check out the show, and uh, make sure you get outdoors this weekend and uh, take your kids hunting. Yeah, and there's uh, deer season opening up. All over the country, so make sure you got your license and uh, you're well equipped. That's exactly. Right. Like Mrs. Bunny said, get outdoors this weekend, take some kiddos with you, and hammer home firearm safety. It is imperative, boys and girls. We love you so it's much. It's important, too. It's, it's important. Uh, so, anyways, <laughs> we got to get to break. We will return next week. God bless you so much. Thank you for listening to us each and every week. And uh, God bless the USA as well. We love you. Peace out.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.